This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. On Maine, the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services is offering current and former youth in care a chance to apply for a college scholarship. The scholarships include up to five years of tuition and fees at a state community college or university, a monthly grant of about $1,500, and a medical card. Four scholarships are reserved for children of veterans. Deadline is March 31st. Learn more at the Department of Children and Family Services website. Macon County has been awarded federal funds through the Department of Homeland Security and FEMA under the Emergency Board and Shelter National Food Program. The county is slated to receive over $65,000 to support and expand emergency food and shelter programs. The deadline for qualifying agencies to submit a request is February 16th. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. He called for unity. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. We have to see each other not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. We're good people. President Biden got cheered for that as he called the state of our union strong, but he also got booed. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Some even yelled liar, as the president also touted inflation going down and unemployment at a 54-year low. The president says the job is not finished as he laid out new proposals on prescription drug prices, immigration reform, an assault weapons ban, and corporate tax increases. The president travels to Wisconsin today as part of an effort to grow support for his economic agenda. That's Fox's Jared Halpern. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the new governor of Arkansas, gave the Republican response calling the president unfit for office woman to lead my state and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is now back to the president he also led a standing ovation for ukraine's ambassador to the united nations we're going to stand with you as long as it takes the ambassador to the U.S. getting a standing ovation. And the current president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, visiting Britain for the first time today. The number of deaths in earthquake devastated Turkey and Syria now tops 11,000 as searchers keep going through the rubble. There aren't enough moments like these and there aren't enough people to make them happen. Easy, easy, easy. Israeli rescuers pulled two survivors from the ruins of a home in Turkey. Turkey now has 60,000 aid personnel in the earthquake zone, but many people are still waiting for help. Fox's Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News. Now, I've told you about how Relief Factor helped me with my aches and pains. Let me tell you about Haven in Texas. Haven writes, I'm taking Relief Factor from my shoulder and lower back, and it works. No more pain. My husband started taking Relief Factor for his upper back and hip and didn't think it was working until he ran out and realized the pain was coming back. Relief Factor just works. We are so happy it's working for you and your husband like it does for thousands of others across America. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free solution developed by doctors to help your body attack the underlying inflammation causing pain. What activity would you like to be doing again? Your first step to becoming pain-free could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over a half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com. Or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's 800-4-RELIEF. Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor. President Biden also called for policing reform in the State of the Union address last night as he acknowledged Tyree Nichols' mother and stepfather. They got a standing ovation. Nichols died last month in Memphis after a police beating. There's no words to describe the heartache or grief of losing a child. But imagine... Imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Five now ex-Memphis cops charged with murder. A New York City police officer shot while off-duty the other day, taken off life support. NYPD Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell tweeted confirmation of Officer Adid Fayez's death, calling him a protector of our great city. Officer Fayez was shot while with a relative Saturday to inquire about a car for sale. The alleged gunman, Randy Jones, is currently in custody. 
When the arrest was made Monday, detectives used the fallen officer's handcuffs to restrain Jones. Officer Fayez leaves behind a wife and two young children. He had been with the NYPD for five years. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Another retailer shutting more stores. Just a week after announcing the closure of 87 locations, the battered home goods retailer is shuttering 150 more stores as it attempts to stay afloat. The announcement comes after Bed Bath & Beyond said it had raised about a billion dollars through an offering of equities to stave off bankruptcy. Bed Bath & Beyond has been reducing its footprint dramatically over the past year, and according to a regulatory filing, it will have shuttered more than 400 stores including the remaining 50 standalone Harmon Face Value stores, which sells beauty and household products. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down. History made on the basketball court in L.A. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. The call on TNT, LeBron James passed the all-time scoring leader, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was watching courtside. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Got a Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, a 50% chance of rain, mainly after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy and a high of 46. Tonight, rain with thunderstorms and gusty winds, likely before noon, with temperature, I'm sorry, also after midnight, I'm sorry, low around 41. Thursday, rain and thunderstorms and wind before noon, cloudy with temperatures down around 37. And for Friday, 30% chance of rain in the morning, cloudy to start, then sunny as the day goes on, high of 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 29 degrees. Your WSOI time is Morning and welcome to the Wednesday post State of the Union address, buyers and company. We'll get to that plus a lot more. The Decatur Park District will join us. Our friends from Milliken will be in. Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. The company starts now. Buyers and Company. WSOY 1340 AM 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com.
Howdy do. Good morning. Welcome. It's a little chillier out there this morning, but not too bad. And uh, the wind seems like at a minimum. The rain's coming a little later today. We're all good. Uh, we have a lot to get to here this morning. Thank you for being with us. Uh, happy to have you here. And, wow, I didn't watch the State of the Union address last night, so I'm not going to go, like, ad hominem on, like, uh, all of the details. Uh, I have a couple of questions, uh, you know, just throwing it out there, looking at the coverage this morning and watching a few YouTube video clips of the night. Uh, the buildup was, I was watching some of that and I just went, you know what? This is just theater. Always has been. I'm going to go finish American Pain. Uh, the documentary, uh, that CNN produced about the George brothers, uh, two twins, uh, down in, uh, Palm Beach that were literally the, uh, they didn't start the opioid crisis. But as one DE agent said, they put a whole lot of gasoline on it. And at one time, were the largest uh, uh, providers of opioids and uh, 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 the, the blue pills, the, the hydrocodone, you know, in the United States of America. They started it all with a $36 license from the state of Florida. Wow. And the f- spectacular failures on every level of local, county, state, national, federal government. I, I mean, it's it, it's infuriating. It, you know, people say, you know, look at things like that and, and you find bad actors, but you find bad actors that can manipulate systems. Oh, and, but I, I mean, it, 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 UPS, FedEx, I, I mean, UPS and FedEx were delivering a million dollars worth of pills to them on a daily basis, delivering wow. them in cardboard boxes past all of the addicts on a, uh, you, you know, a dolly. <laughs> wow. Into strip malls and it, it is, you have to watch it to get some sense of how this stuff gets to where it gets and, and how terrible we are. Uh, uh, and I'm assuming probably not that different than everywhere else in being ahead of anything, particularly yeah. criminal, criminal enterprises. They seem like they're always way ahead. Yep. And yeah, that, I mean, there's opportunity till the door shuts. And that's really what these two guys did. Now they're in jail. Chris and Jeff George, no relation to Jeff George, the former Illini quarterback, uh, two completely unlikable, spoiled, rich kids, uh, steroid meatheads. I mean, everything about them was just, I mean, I don't know that everybody would feel that way. I felt that way watching like, like these are the, the worst of the supervillains. Well, they certainly did no a lot of damage. No redeeming qualities at all. And it's interesting to <clears throat> one of the Republican uh, members last night shouted out to Biden that the fentanyl um, overdose thing was his fault, you know, because of the borders. You know, this opioid crisis dates back to 1999 was the first wave of this. The second wave uh, was... Uh, really 2010, uh, fentanyl starts showing up in 2013. I, I mean, this has been ongoing for decades, not a year, not a two years into a presidency or, or, you know, in fact, you can go through the timeline of all this and there's plenty of Republican presidents, plenty of Democratic presidents. Maybe the entire government should have had a bigger idea, including the DEA, the FBI, all of that uh, about this. I mean, there's plenty of blame to go around. But to suggest this thing just arrived on the door since 2020 is insane. It's just not reality. So these guys were into steroids, switched over into the opioid business in 2018. Okay. I'm sorry, 2008. I apologize. I I added a decade there. Uh, So at that time, and, and think about this, in 2008, I mean, I know it's it's a couple of years ago, but we had technology. But in Florida, there was no database. So 
in most parts of the country, if you were buying 180 Percocets and 108, there, there was a database that would uh, alert pharmacies that would alert, you know, that you, that you were pill shopping. I mean, that, you know, there was a database. Florida had none, zero. So one guy could get 25 people a day to go fill prescriptions, you know, as much as they wanted. And if, if the individuals were bad actors and did photocopies or whatever, they could go to multiple stops and yeah. nobody and, would and they had Now, they had, uh, you know, eventually doctors that they paid $1,000 a week, and, and they got so lazy they didn't want to even write the prescription out. They just had stamps made, you know, this many, 30, 50, 20. And you would go in and go, do you have pain? Can you give me a score? It's a 10. All right, here you go. Here's 180 Codone pills, you know, 50 Percocets, whatever. And the, the dealers, you know, they just wanted the high, they wanted the codone. I mean, they wanted the opioid. And then the, all the other stuff they would get, you know, no questions asked was just a side gig. You know, they got to sell that too. And then they hired, much like the pharmaceutical companies, a retired DEA agent to make sure they were checking all the boxes so that they would be in compliance. Sure. That would keep anything from being looked at as like an investigation. Meanwhile, million dollar deliveries coming in every day from UPS and FedEx. And I had this moment while I'm watching this, like in the big short, that movie. I love that movie. I, but where, where the guy is almost ready to melt down. Yeah, because he when sees he's it. Figuring, he it figuring it out and seeing it. Michael Berry. <clears throat> no, it was the other one. Uh, it wasn't Christian. Oh, yeah. It um, was. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on the guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> you draw the blank too, though. I am. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Steve Carell? Yes, Steve, Steve Carell. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's having that moment, right, yeah. where like you're going, you guys are, do- you're absolutely doing this, <laughs> right? So they would literally, um, they were felons who were able to own a medical clinic, a uh, a pain center, several of them, and they just move them from shop mall to shop mall. And then people in Kentucky were like renting buses to drive people to Florida, South Florida, stand in line, and, and they were doing this seven days a week. And if you know like in Appalachia in that area, I mean, it was just devastated uh, by the opioid crisis. Parking lot Pete. Even had a nickname. They had a mobile unit that would be parked outside of a strip club. Mm. Now, how shady is all this? I mean, just not knowing anything about the drug business. That's that's level level one hundred. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all bad. And so, at one point, ninety percent of the oxy that was being distributed in this country was coming from these two brothers in Palm Beach and Broward County, Florida. Ninety percent. I mean, they didn't even, they, they didn't, like when they were taking the cash, like the cash over the counter, they didn't have a cash drawer. They had garbage cans, like yeah. with bags. They were just shoving it all in. Have to. That much money. And the advertising they were doing, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, uh, the undercover video. They had an MRI that they brought in so they could fax uh, uh, in one hour. Uh, you, you know, it, it was just the entire thing was a train wreck. Yeah, I mean, it was literally, it's hard to watch. They talked to those two brothers from jail. Like, on a, you know, this caller is calling from a federal penitentiary, you know, like a, a phone conversation. They have any remorse? I don't think so. It, it is really really worth watching to see how this stuff exists within a system and why the system is so inadequate in being able to deal with it mm-hmm. we always you know crime pays you know and it does until it doesn't but how many people had to die for us to get to the point where it doesn't it's almost hard to believe. Right. I, I mean, like a, a movie kind of plot that would seem, if you watched it, to not be believable. 
It sounds like it shouldn't be believable. No, it really is. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's a required thing to watch just so you know and can understand the depth of what we're talking about, particularly when it comes to addiction. And when you, they, there's all kinds of video. They obviously had video cameras in their pain clinics, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's the footage. I mean, the, the lines, the, the, the amount of people just 24 hours a day. And being shipped from all over the United States, you know, where there were roots. And they talked to a lot of these people who are out of jail now, you know, but were involved in like literally taking busloads of people from Kentucky to uh, Broward County or to, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, every day of the week. Lined up. It, it is depressing. Yeah, it's bumming me out just well, hearing about I, I'm it. I'm just, yeah. but it, 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 do you, it, it, it's the infuriating thing for me. When anyone, but particularly politicians, want to bring things down to like a moment, like, like, it's your fault. It's mm-hmm. all of our fault. Right? Mm-hmm. No one is innocent in this. Sound bites and buzzwords. From a culture that's like, you know, that you can't deal with pain at all. You got it to the government and their reimbursement and how people gauge pain to the fact that these doctors, you know, the good ones didn't know how addictive it was because they were lied to by the pharmaceutical companies to the ones who did and took advantage of that and took extra money. Uh, to be able to to give these scripts to the state, to the oversight, to law. I mean, everyone is to blame. Everyone. And it got me thinking, you know, like these old person problems to have, like when you get to a certain age and you reflect back and you go, I did a lot of dumb things when I was a kid, right? And a lot of kids do. You experiment, you do stuff that's probably not good for you, you do. And now today, the big worry is you don't get that one mistake. I mean, that one mistake could mean you're dead. Yeah. Yep. You okay today? It's bumming me out. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I mean, this isn't exciting. I, I, say, I know, but you don't have to go to sleep. I'm not asleep. I mean, you you are laying it on thick. I'm just saying. Well, that it is thick. It, I'm I mean, not, it's not you. I'm it not is laying thick. it on thick. I'm just giving you it <laughs> yeah. what it is. I'm not going to bring a whole lot of joy to this. I'm not asking you to bring joy. Yeah, I hear you, man. This is it's it's dreadful. It's the worst of us. Yeah. It really is. It's the worst. Truly. Mm -hmm. And we've always had that with people dealing heroin or whatever. But, you know, heroin addicts can do heroin for a long time. Yeah. You know, a long time before ODing. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, people have done cocaine, you know, for a long time. Somebody has a heart attack or whatever. Uh, You know, people could smoke marijuana, although there's a whole new breed of that that we still don't know what all that means and won't for a while because of the potency and all the different changes in that. But this stuff today, as it started in 1999, continued into the 2000s, these kids got into it in 2008. We're not that far off from, I mean, we're not, that wasn't that long ago. Uh, today with the fentanyl mixed into everything and you don't even know it. You're not buying fentanyl. You're buying something else and fentanyl's in it. Now some young stupid kid makes a dumb mistake the way a lot of us made mistakes and that could be the end. Yeah. And, and one big difference here is that the drugs that you outlined at first, uh, when people are doing heroin, they, they bought it illegally. They knew, they know they're doing something wrong. Society knows that this is not allowed and it's not okay. But, but the other, what you outlined for the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes of this was seemingly above board using Uh-oh. trusted medical officials. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Tr- there was no trusted medical officials involved at the no. very beginning when you got prescribed opioids in a hospital, like you had mm-hmm. a surgery and the doctor said, we're going to do this because, you know, the big pharmaceutical company said it was tested and safe. And then we, you know, all of those folks ended up, you, you know, that was all exposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the whole other side of this. Um, you know, you, so you had several layers of this opioid crisis. You had doctors, honest doctors mm-hmm. prescribing this for pain people yeah. with chronic back injuries or back pain i've never had that but i'm told it is you know larry bird's career ended yeah. you know that that is the most unbelievable pain you can have is mm-hmm. to have chronic back pain and so there were doctors that were really i mean should they have done more i don't know i mean that you have the fda you have uh you know, you know there were government regulations that these pharmaceutical companies one 
was it Purdue Farm? You know, found its way around, uh, or lied to and cheated to get it. And so you had people legally prescribing these. What these guys were doing down in Florida were these pill mills that popped up where they were pain clinics. Uh, they had a doctor on staff. Doctor never saw anyone. I mean, there was nothing above board about this. People knew. I mean, you didn't bust people in from Kentucky to go to southern Florida to buy pain meds in a strip mall because you thought it was above board. Now, did society at large know the volume of this? But, I mean, there's a TV news crew, right? Like what would have been an I-team or whatever, you know, that that got wind of this, and they started staking this, you know, these places out and watching the people come and go. I mean, they knew there was – I mean, it it was just – it was – it wasn't invisible, but it wasn't on everybody's top of mind screen. Right. Right. In 2008. Right. But even the facade of the idea of a doctor being in the building, which makes it seem on the up, is is what I'm getting at. One is clearly in the shadows in the back of an alley. This the is the exact same mall. way. Exact same way. This is, this is a cattle call of uh, 150 people going through. No one saw a doctor. No one. I mean, there was there was no doctor. They, they had a doctor on the payroll. But you didn't go to one of these pain clinics and see a doctor. You went in. They had you fill out a form. You you mark on the little body image where your pain is, like an X on the knee or the back or the, you know, you whatever. You don't do that when you're buying heroin in, the, in a no, stairwell. No, yeah, That's okay. all I'm saying. Well, watch it. There will be nothing at all that looks like it's on the legit at all. In fact, you'll come away going, how in the world did it take two TV reporters Oh yeah, to figure this out and where was law enforcement? Yeah, it seems super obvious. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not, but it this is they they were going through hoops to give the appearance that they, they were going through hoops so that they could keep using their DEA number that the mm-hmm. doctor is able to get to be able to keep ordering the amount of pills they were ordering from the pharmaceutical companies. That would that the hoops were the for supply. the oh, appearance. Yeah. The hoops was for the supply. Yeah, of course. It, it is. It, it should be required viewing for every politician in this country, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you should watch this and go. This isn't an R problem or a D problem or who's sitting in the White House at what time. This is an American problem, and it's got, like I said, no heroes, all. Goats, and I don't mean like greatest of all time. I mean like what we used to say: heroes and goats, all bad guys, hmm. all bad guys. I think there are some things. Did you ever watch anything in school, like where you had like you know time in front of the television, where they you know in a class or whatever had you watch anything that was impactful, like that you can remember going back through your childhood? OJ trial. Okay. Watch that live. Watch the verdict. The whole the verdict. Okay. And we watched some days of it, but um, I wasn't there obviously for like the Challenger and stuff. But but that's the only one we certain. Oh, the Iraq War. Uh, Desert Shield and then Desert Storm. Okay, the original. Mm-hmm. Okay. They brought in the AV cart. Oh, that that was a special little uh, little mm-hmm. thing there, right? Where yeah. you got the, the the brought in the cart with the cord, the VCR, the belts holding the TV, the big CRT TV on top, yeah, tied strapped down. So I watched a. I remember. I think it was junior high, and there was a movie about the ACLU and the Nazi. Uh, uh, group and the the Holocaust survivors in Skokie, Illinois, was a big thing about freedom of speech mm-hmm. that had an impact on me oh, wow. to this day because it was the ACLU and members of the Jewish community who took a stand for the Nazis to have the right because in their mind... They would rather it be out in public for people to see what it is rather than, than done in secret or kind of behind closed doors. But but it was the power of what this country has when it comes to freedom of speech, which mm-hmm. we could argue today isn't anywhere near like I mean, it, that notion wouldn't fly today. Probably for most people. But they made a television movie or some sort of I mean, I don't think it was an actual theatrical release. And we watched that. 
and it was, I don't know if it's a history class or speech class or I don't recall what it was, but, but, you know, it was like, are we still doing that with kids? Like, I mean, this should be like on everybody's viewing list of like exactly how the greatest country on earth can be taken advantage of. So, I mean, in such a way that it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. And the damage that can be done. Yeah, that, that, I think that would have an impact on young people. I, I thought, I just remembered I'd another. I'd rather watch it. I'd actually rather watch, have the politicians all have to watch it. <laughs> right. Because I feel like they need it more than the young people. Mm-hmm. They showed a film in, in a grade school called Ra- The Ryan White Story about the little boy who had AIDS. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Sure. Yeah, that was so. I, I, yeah, I can recall. Yeah, I don't wonder if they, you know, what's the equivalent today of the, the AV card? I'm sure you got the Promethean board yeah. or you've got projector. a projector or whatever, With right? You stream YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Just different delivery methods, same, right. uh, same thing. All right, we've got to take a break for bottom of the hour news. Uh, we've got a lot to get to. American Pain, by the way, is the name of the documentary uh, on CNN. It is absolutely a must-watch. Uh, when we get back, Kareem and LeBron, stay tuned. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Shop on Main. Milliken, in partnership with the Decatur Public Library, is providing free tax preparation assistance for those who qualify. This is by appointment only and available for families with incomes of $70,000 or less or individuals with incomes of thirty-five dollars or less. Again, this is appointment only. Call 217-424-3681 Monday through Friday from 1 to 4 p.m. to make an appointment. For more info, including a list of necessary documents, go to nowdecatur.com. The Lincoln Library and Museum is offering free admission this Saturday and Sunday to celebrate Lincoln's 214th birthday. On Saturday, the museum will be free all day. Actors portraying the President and Mrs. Lincoln will mingle with guests, and the museum will host a readathon. And there's more fun planned for Sunday. For more on that and other stories, podcasts, and videos, visit nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. It's been an hour and 13 minute State of the Union address from President Biden to a joint session of Congress calling the soul and backbone of the nation strong. The president was at times challenged by House Republicans over his assertion GOP lawmakers aim to slash Social Security and Medicare. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Republican leaders have insisted cuts to the entitlement programs are not part of spending reform sought as part of a debt limit agreement. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. There's a new all-time NBA scoring leader. LeBron James, a shot in history. The call on TNT is the Lakers' LeBron James with a jump shot at the end of the third quarter at home against Oklahoma City. Scores his 38,388th point, passing another Laker, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. His record lasted 39 years. America's listening to Fox News. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Ready to bank better? You got it at Staley Credit Union. Just think, better rates on loans and savings. All the technology of a big bank. Trusted in the community since 1930. And when you join, you actually own part of it, which translates into major membership benefits. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got a 50% chance of rain, mainly after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy, high near 46. Tonight, rain, thunderstorms, and gusty winds after midnight, low around 41. For Thursday, rain, thunderstorms, and more wind up until noon. Cloudy with temperatures down around 37 at the same time. Then for Friday, 30% chance of rain in the morning, cloudy to start, then sunny with a high near 38. 
Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 29 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.33. And this look at your weather brought to you by Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? Bank Staley Credit Union. You're listening to Buyers and Companies, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Here's the interesting thing. Well, it's all interesting, but there have been seven players now with the title of all-time NBA scoring leader. Now, most of them were... You know, you had to start somewhere. Like in 1946, everybody starts at zero. Right. Somebody retires with the most points. Sure. Not anywhere near the level we're talking about now. So Joe Folks, George Mikan, Dolph Shays, Bob Pettit, Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Wilt went, I think he had 31,419 points. So... There's only three over that 30,000. And to give you an idea, Bob Pettit was at 20,000. Uh, Dolph Shays was at 18,000. George Mikan was at 10,000. Joe Folks was at 7,000. So there's really, there's seven names on this list now. There's three at the level of will it ever be broken again? Starting with Will Chamberlain, then Jabbar. Jabbar has the record for 39 years. Now LeBron James. That's just to give you a sense of the accomplishment that goes beyond sort of the X's and O's, right? Of, oh, well, it's what does that mean? Well, uh, let me give you some other examples that will put it in perspective. Because when you think about the greatest players of all time, right, there are a lot of names on the list that are anywhere near or won't ever, you know, well, they've retired now that were nowhere near this number. When Michael Jordan retired, he was six or 7,000 points away from Jabbar. So what does that do for the debate when you have the arguments about the greatest of all time? And it is, I, I get that it'll always be the Dan Marino thing, you, you know, all the records and no Super Bowl titles and everybody gets into the gray of that. But, but this is something that is, you've just seen in your lifetime that maybe will never be seen again. Spectacular career. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And if you look at, I, I was trying to think of some of the people who were like, uh, at the time, you know, between Jabbar and LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, my, and and Jabbar was still playing at the beginning of Michael Jordan's career. Oh, yeah, for sure. But not at the end. Mm-mm. And so Carl Malone, you think about some of the prolific sort of that era. Of, yep. They weren't anywhere near this record no. upon retirement. So will it ever be done again? No one thought Jabbar's. I mean, I mean that for 39 years. No one thought that was touchable. I think the closest possibility that's currently happening is Kevin Durant. Uh, yeah, but if you look at, uh, I mean, it's daunting. Oh, yeah. Even as it's great a player there. as he is, yeah. I mean, it would have to be everything yeah, rolls he, this exact way. That's right. He uh, has to have the longevity. He's putting up the, the points per game, and he and he's young on the track, but he has to stay as long as LeBron stayed. Yeah. Now, there is... Only 44 players in the history of the NBA that have reached five digits in two categories of points, rebounds, assists. I mean, we're talking about a rarefied air that like a handful of people have been in. Yeah. Now, you think there's all kinds of regrets if you're a Jabbar fan. I mean, A, if you look at the money LeBron James has made for doing the same thing Kareem Jabbar versus what you know what I mean? That's oh, a yeah. tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron James got a four-year head start because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, as Lou Alcindor, spent four years at UCLA in college. LeBron went right from high school. I mean, so he had like a cushion, but that doesn't impact the record. I mean, that's the, just individual stories. Well, Kareem did do his his points. He had more games. 
I'm for sure. Right. But it was, what I'm saying though is if he had had four extra years on his career, you know, his numbers certainly would have been higher. Doesn't mean LeBron James wouldn't have matched that. But I'm just saying because of the circumstances, LeBron got a four year head start on point totals. Uh, doesn't take away at all. I, I mean, no one else has been able to even come close, including Michael Jordan. So big night for him. Yeah, it's huge. And they've had some tension, right? Not over this, um, but some social issues. I would call it tension. I wouldn't call it like anything anything above that. They disagree at times on things, but they have a mutual respect. Do they? I, I mm-hmm. thought there was some, uh, like in the last couple of years, some bad blood over some things uh, Jabbar had written about LeBron. Mm-hmm. But they, but they but, didn't seem like last night. It didn't yeah. seem like. I just saw the clips. I didn't watch the game or anything. LeBron is very aware of of this moment and and the league and its culture and its history and its lineage. It's important to him. Uh, But, yeah, oh, he's also a sensitive guy, so he gets his feelings hurt. (laughs) Everybody does. Oh, yeah. Right? Reasonable. Uh, So, anyway, congratulations. I mean, that is an unbelievable. uh, Malone was uh, 1,459. He was the closest points behind. Kobe Bryant was 4,744 points behind. And Michael Jordan was 6,094. I mean, that's those are significant gaps for some of the greatest players who ever lived. Yeah, uh, Kevin... Carmelo Anthony is the active player with with the most, but he's at the end of his career. Kevin Durant, 16th all-time. He's how about 12,000 behind. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, but he's scoring like 30 points a game, yeah. so he, that's 2,500 points yeah. in a season. It, it's a once-in-at-least-40-year thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Was Suave there? Did I see him? I don't know. I mean, I, something on Instagram, I, I think he was at the forum. I mean, I saw him or Staples, whatever the hell they call it now, uh, at a game this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, tickets weren't cheap right now. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. The nosebleeds were like 1200 bucks. That's really, when you think about it, though, that's about what Springsteen ticket. tickets cost, though. But we're talking about a 40 to, you know, $60 ticket. Yeah, but we're also talking about getting to witness history versus uh, I got a tour with 30 dates. Right. Yeah. And so you people today was the uh, tonight's game was the one that or I'm sorry, last night's was the one that was more expensive than the night before. So there were people kind of hedging. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Buy three. Yep. Yeah. Go to the go to like three games. There's in a your row. tiered pricing right there. That's right. Uh, anyway, congratulations. That That's a, a big deal. Uh, I, I am. I think I'm a huge fan of LeBron James, the athlete. I'm a huge fan of him taking his position in sports to try to use it to affect change. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he can be the, the most hypocritical person on earth. Like it, it seems one way with him on a lot of things, uh, but you cannot deny the accomplishment and, and the career and the greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, I never got mad at LeBron James for going to Miami. <laughs> I mean, I understand like the burning jerseys and stuff. I mean that, you know, or, or even the special he did, which raised a ton of money for charity and all, you know, but it was like, uh, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. That's that's right. like everybody's like, now they hate him. I, that's not, I've never hated anything about LeBron James on the court. I've never hated anything about John, LeBron James in life. I think sometimes it's just a one way thing with him. Sometimes. Yeah. I think he means well. I, I, I agree, but you got to have some self awareness about. If you want to be the guy who's more than just the basketball player and wants to take a stand, whether it's popular or unpopular, then other people have the same right to do that as well. That's right. Yeah, if Cleveland should should no longer be mad at him for Miami. He brought you. Oh, he came back look, and brought you a trophy too. Yes, I, I mean it, it, <laughs> this this kid, you know, and, and part of that is when you start calling a kid king in high school. Oh yeah, pay per viewing his games. Yeah. They gave him a Hummer. He was driving around. You know, but, but he's still there. Oh, yeah. You know, the work ethic. I mean, that's in and of itself for me impressive when somebody can put together a career like this because they made enough money a long time ago to not have to do this. Oh, yeah. And he's not just hanging around. No, well, the Lakers are a mess. But he's not. I mean, he's well, but, phenomenal. Yeah, right. But but he's, he said last night that's not why he plays mm-hmm. these records. He wants to win championships. Right. And the Lakers aren't doing that anytime soon. It looks like they're they're the trade deadline's Thursday. I think they're going to make a big move. We'll see. I'm not an NBA expert. I just listen to other people about the NBA. And sometimes when you kind of handpick your thing, it mm-hmm. turns into a disaster. Usually and it works you, for him, though. Yeah, well, it, but it, it anyway. Has. 
I, I, right. But the, oh, are you just spinning the Lakers right now? I mean, no. you know, is there anybody no. that thinks this is a good well, team? Well, it's, it's, the best oh. player on the Chicago Bulls is rumored to be going there. Okay. Just signed a $250 million contract. And, and that will mean what? That they will have three of the best players in basketball in their starting lineup with pretty decent role players and they'll be right in the thick of things. Okay. The NBA is, is you can reload in that way. Uh, yes. So I imagine they'll be right. They'll, they'll at least be in the playoffs. They're 25 and 30. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of playoff spots. Okay. Oh yeah, three quarters of the. I mean, I've never understood that hockey in the NBA. It's like you know what? <laughs> why do you put so many teams into the postseason? Uh, and then it lasts forever. Yeah, uh, I guess that's a way to sell a lot of tickets and make a lot of money. By the way, Live Golf uh, in a lawsuit uh, against the PGA had to admit some stuff in court this week. Oh, they have zero revenue. I believe the it. WB. They're not even getting money from the TV network that they signed the deal with. They just let them take it on. We'll give you the cut. Yep. yep. I mean, this is a shaky house mm-hmm. that may survive and work, but they're suing the PGA. But part of that legal is, you know, sometimes when you have to show damages, you got to show the stuff you don't want to show. Right. And that's what happened in court this week. Wow. So that- how long does the Saudi money last if you're not, you know, if you're showing zero revenue? I'm sure they have a date that they expected to show zero revenue. Maybe is it three years? Is it five? Is it one? Zero revenue? Sure. You got to have some revenue. I, I mean, well, it, against your expenses, they're, they're, they went with the model of let's throw way more cash at it. Okay. I mean, they weren't going to offset a but, billion but dollars. Are you or surprised though that, that, you know, you make this big deal about a TV network deal and it, it's a deal where you're not even, I, I mean, when you look at what, and I know it's not, Comparable, I mean, like to the NBA or the mm-hmm. NFL, but but the NFL just signed a ten-year TV deal, right? Mm-hmm. NBA will be up next year to yep. do the same thing. WWE's up right yeah, now, yeah, right. I, at that, I would put as comparable versus live mm-hmm. golf, and it's uh, unbelievable because TV knows it's the only thing that's going to keep TV around. That's right. And you you can't get a deal. You get a deal with WB, and you find out the deal's better for WB than it is for you. They're basically just getting it rent free. Yeah, that's weird in sports. Oh yeah, but I, I am I am imagine that they just needed it to be in the mainstream, and they're willing to pay for it for a year or two or whatever, and then and then they they will absolutely leave the WB if if something comes along and get paid somewhere else. Okay, I'm sure that's their plan. I, I don't know that they're doing. They're not doing well. This just seems like arena football or like the, the kind is. of other things that everybody mm-hmm. goes. Oh, we'll do this better. We'll make it more exciting. We'll get the fans involved. We won't be so like you know. And it rarely works. Yeah, as it is right now, that is what it is. It's a good. And analogy. then if it crashes, mm-hmm. what do these golfers do? They uh, go back to the PGA because the PGA is better with them playing. I, I think so. Yeah, they just welcome them right back. Come I can't on wait back. for that show to start on Netflix. It's, it might be this weekend. It's the I thought it was February fifteenth. I could be wrong. Uh, the twenty fourth is Drive to Survive, so I think they do it this week or next. Uh, gonna... Let me know what I'll look that up. I, for some reason, I had fifteenth in my head, but that could be wrong. Yeah, maybe. So either I, way, that's that's a week. Yeah. No, <laughs> and Netflix gives you all of it, mm-hmm. so you don't have to wait, you know, week to week to see the new episodes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Because uh, that really happened. They had the cameras all there when all this unfolded last mm-hmm. year, and I think you'll glean some insight from that. I hope anyway. Well, that's what the all the articles from like Variety and all of them are saying is that they stumbled upon a uh, a, a what what would it be drama. That they weren't even expecting. No, they, they were just going to do the whole, you know, make the golfers mm-hmm. interesting. And then they got this thrown right at them just at the exact time they arrived with the cameras. Yeah, it's going to be good. That's a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, we covered the American Pain thing. You need to watch it. Uh, South by Southwest. Have you ever been to the music festival? Yeah. In, have you? Mm-hmm. Um, I have not. I mean, I'm familiar with it, mm-hmm. but I've not been there. It's exploded. Yeah, it's much bigger today than it was 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Do, um, are most of the acts, like the musical acts, are they up-and-comers? Are they indies? Are they... Um, Not anymore. Now it is It is just, hey, there's more stages. Let's bring some big names, too. So it has grown into, hey, you want to pay for this ticket. 
It was kind of like it much like Comic-Con. Hey, this is a thing for us, a little a little indie thing, yeah. you know, uh, and now it is film. Pa- it's panels. It's it's, yeah, talks, I, I, it's I, I workshops. Get, but, it's, but there's a lawsuit that's been filed hmm. from the artist about the pay they get going there. And I can't imagine this is big artists because the numbers we're talking about is like $250. <laughs> oh, dude, there's so many stages. Okay, well, I mean, so just ballpark, and I'm not going to hold you to the number, but I mean, give me a, an idea, concept of, I mean, are there 50 concerts? Are there 100 concerts? Yeah, 100. Okay. Yeah, dozens. There are dozens. Well, that's... I mean, like, it's like the celebration with 20 stages where you just are, they're just turning over, over, and then they have the main stage with the big ads. All right, well, this this lawsuit mm-hmm. contends that the festival has, for at least a decade, offered performing artists either a one-time payment of $250 for artists performing in a group or $100 for solo artists or a wristband to attend the festival in compensation for their performance. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I mean, I don't know anybody, even in Decatur, that it's a $250 band. Right, but you're, that's not what it's about. The exchange of what you're getting is is not that, especially for the up-and-coming bands. Okay. I thought you were a big workers' rights guy. You think 250 bucks for playing South by South? I mean, it is like, or a wristband to go to the show? The I mean, the value pro- – look, so, so if I'm – if I'm nicking the worms out of Decatur Nick and, the worms. and I get to play at South by Southwest and I don't have to pay <laughs> and, and I'm on all the, the marketing, I'm on all the website, there's a chance for critics to see me, a new audience to see me, I'm probably going to do it. I want to do that. Okay. Just from a business, I'm, I know what I'm getting I, out of I that. get I, – I, I probably – I'm in that camp with you of there's – you know, in this transactional thing, mm-hmm. there's more than just a fee involved. Mm-hmm. But I've also been in around the festival business for a long time. Nobody, nobody plays for 250 no. bucks. And so that's – it's gone from more of a convention into – And they have to their, – their application fees – are fifty five dollars? <laughs> they got to spend. So now you're down to one hundred and ninety five bucks mm-hmm. because you had to pay for the application just to get into That's the show. Right? Yep, and you had to pay to get there. It's a loss financially. <laughs> well, they're they're trying to. Uh, they've got three hundred showcased artists for twenty twenty three. That mm. that I, mm-hmm. my my number was right there at the end of the story. Mm. Uh, so three hundred artists. I don't know what the attendance is. Very large, mm-hmm. you know, but not, but not everybody sees everything. That's right, right? Because mm-hmm. you're making choices, um, and I would have just—that's stunning to me. I mean, a, I don't even know why you're quibbling. If the idea is what you're suggesting, mm-hmm. they shouldn't get paid anything. That's right. I mean, two hundred fifty bucks. They're arguing they want at least seven fifty. Really, five hundred dollars? I mean, I, I don't even get these numbers at all. Yeah, I don't know. If the thing is just, look, we don't pay you, but we give you X amount of exposure. Mm-hmm. All right. How in the world did you land on $250? Yeah, and the tickets to South by Southwest have value, too. I don't, I don't, I can't remember what they are, but they're not cheap. Oh, I'm sure they're not. Yeah, you know, you're buying passes. Yeah, so, hey, come play. We'll give you a wristband. I feel like maybe some of the headliners are probably paid. paid. Like, I can't imagine that there's a, a big-name band. That's playing for 250 bucks. They no. don't need to play South by Southwest. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, see the, the fighters don't yeah. need to go. Right. So, so it changes. Big Dave Grohl. Here's your wristband. The one, the only time that you see artists do things like that are like the Super Bowl. And then like if they're playing the House of Blues in Chicago so that they can be in the Chicago market, there's not enough seats in there, obviously, to make back your million dollar ask. So you play and do an intimate show and Chicago saw you and it, you know, but wouldn't you? I mean, we've been having like without giving away secrets. I mean, we've been having conversations about things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, who comes across the country for 250 bucks? Right. You, you I mean, I just, yeah, you're not playing a $250 number, gig. I, it just cracked me up. I'm yeah. like, I can't even, you can't get a, a, a band at, at like Woody's no. indicator for $250. No. no. So that tells you. You know what you're signing up for. Okay. So you're good with that structure. I don't know. I, I got to make sure. Well, you're trying to surprise me here because you're usually the Workers Unite guy. Well, yeah, but I want the workers to get an opportunity to springboard. Yeah. What are they going to do, pay them like 1100 bucks? No. They can go play Woody's. I bet, <laughs> I bet it costs Woody $1,100. <laughs>
for the quality of the music you get. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look at the model and see what, what you're truly getting out of it. The, you know, the exposure that can, I think as, as it's grown, you're probably getting less as crazy as oh, that sounds, sure. because mm-hmm. if you have 300 performances, not everyone's going to all 300 no. shows when there were 50, you know, probably the majority of the people saw all of them. Right. That's why I'm hesitant to give any kind of verdict. Cause I just, the numbers were staggering to me. Yeah. Hundred dollars for solo arts. Two fifty was for a band. <laughs> but yeah. then what they're negotiating for cracked me up too. They went all the way up to seven fifty. Like it changes anything. Yeah. And the application fee, that's brilliant too. Yeah, it's a weird thing to be squabbling over. I, in in the entertainment world as I know it, mm-hmm. this is an anomaly argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in music rights and like you yeah. know, as cap. Yeah, you're not and, and, you know, you're not going down there for 250 or 750 bucks. Well, if you're a Texas act and you can go down the road and play that bar versus yeah. that bar, sure. But New Jersey I would, trio. I, this is like 1950s. Right. This is like a state fair in Buddy Holly. I, I mean, this, not today. Yeah, I'm not taking that stage till I get those those two Ben Franklins and the Grant. Yeah. What was Marjorie Taylor Greene wearing last? Like some kind of fur. I'm assuming it was like a, a fur collar on her jacket, white, all yeah. white. I, I, everybody went to the Cruella DeVille thing on social media. I thought it was more like Jon Snow. <laughs> you know, uh, Pedro Pascal was in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and people are finding that out. And They didn't know that? No, and they didn't. He was a, the character you rooted for. Right. And he had the mountain. I mean, you had him. Right, right. He did a lie detector t- test for Variety the other day, and they asked him if he thought, if he was aware that he was a heartthrob, and he tried to say no. And then he, and they said that was a lie. <laughs> and they said, when you are down, do you go onto your, onto social media and look at pro Pedro Pascal pages fan sites to make you feel better? And he said, yes. <laughs> and they said, which is your favorite? And he said, Pedro Pascal fan site 415. <laughs> it was one of the most honest and well, hilarious. He's hooked up to a lie detector. Oh, he's so good. He's so aware. Uh, he's a very likable celebrity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, it's he's, worth seen, seeing. he's very good. If you haven't watched the Saturday Night Live clips from last weekend, oh, yeah. he that's got worth famous late, too. and so people are kind of theorizing that like he grew up with a little bit of the you know like hey he got to be a grown up without being famous, and so he sort of was a little more mature when that happened to him. You know, I don't even know how old he is. Do you? No, but he just he recently had a windfall. He's forty seven. Yeah. So, but when you say windfall, I mean, I, he's been on my radar screen. Since Narcos. Probably. Since the first season of Narcos. And when was that? That's gotta be seven, eight years ago. Well, still, that makes him 40 years old. He's yeah. not like in his 20s. No, but that's know, okay. But I'm not looking, I'm not watching teen heartthrob movies. No, my point is he didn't, he wasn't famous. Let's just put it this way. He's been out of Leonardo DiCaprio's dating age range for a long time. Oh. Which is seemingly going in the wrong direction. No, no, direction. no. It, it tops out at 25. Well, it's going down Which is to why 19, I can't watch the Titanic now. anymore. Yeah. They don't know what it was. No, he can't because it's, it's met his, his threshold. It's now 25 years old. It's too old for him. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yikes. So they're the same age. Yeah. There's the only reason I'm bringing it up um, is literally 47. So when I mean that gives you some perspective. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's been in your your line of since vision. Who's the boss? Since, well, maybe not so much. I mean, he was there, but I don't know that it, it wasn't who's the boss. It was um, wasn't he Growing Pains? Oh, Growing Pains, yeah, yeah. But but as a teenage actor, like what's eating Gilbert Grape? Mm-hmm. I think that's more kind of like sure. when he started to be on everybody's radar screen. So he's been in the limelight for a long couple time. decades, solidly yes. more than Pedro. Where Pedro Pascal really, you know, I I he's great in Narcos. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's killing it. He right plays now. characters. His his wheelhouse is the guy that's the good guy but willing to do the bad things. Yeah. That's his character in Narcos. Mm-hmm. It's his character in The Last of Us. You know that it's he does that edgy thing, mm-hmm. but that's kind of likable. Principled. Yeah, yes. principled. Well, yes, with the with the dark side. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I have to. Yeah. And it's means to an end. But he's very funny. Watch those YouTube clips of, the, uh, of Saturday Night Live. You don't even need to watch the show. Just watch the individual skits. Mm-hmm. He's, and there's one particular skit where they all lose it, which is my favorite thing. I grew up watching Harvey Keitel and, and, uh, uh, Tim, what was his name? Not Harvey Keitel, that was the actor. Uh, the two on the Carol Burnett show. 
Oh, I like Carol Burnett. You know what I'm talking about. Harvey Corman and Tim Conway. Yeah. And the way they would make, like in the skits, they couldn't hold it together. Mm -hmm. So they would like just, you know, one would make the other one sort of lose it. And Mm -hmm. that's the funniest comedy there is. I love it. When they're in character, trying to stay in character, and they can't because they're making each other laugh, that was the skit around the dinner table. Watch it on YouTube because they just, they all lose it. Nice. On live TV. Saw his Mario Kart one and a couple others. I yeah. didn't see that one. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's funny. It's very, very funny. All right, Clay's going to join us from the Decatur Park District uh, a little later today. Uh, we have uh, our friends from Millican in. We'll talk about what they're doing for Black History Month. Uh, Nikki Gary will be here and a student, I believe, which is always fun when we get to meet the kids. Love that. Yeah. Remind me to tell you the story about Brian Cranston and fundraising. We'll be back after news. Stay tuned. Barnard, voice of the Fighting Illini on Decatur's home for Fighting Illini Athletics for over 75 years. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. The Macon County Environmental Management Department is accepting applications for its 2023 Community Sustainability Grant. Organizations, businesses, institutions, and local governments can apply. Proposals should be oriented toward environmental sustainability efforts like resource conservation, recycling, and reusing discarded materials. Grant awards may fund up to 70% of the project cost with a maximum grant of $5,000. Find an application at nowdecator.com. Deadline is April 3rd. Last Friday, Richland employees and the community collected more than... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.